don't freeze. I never freeze. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Oh, and as you can see, I have a guest on today. Matt Hayes again is on vacation, this time in Europe. Oh, man. And I have on the analysis, friend of the pod, now a series regular, Barry Irving. Oh, am I, am I regular now? Yeah. Welcome back to the analysis. Well, Hopefully you don't freeze. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. Um, it's nice to have my own microphone too. It's uh, yeah, it's a plus. New microphone era. Can uh, spread my wings a little bit. Got some uh, nice leg room. Yeah, he's got his own chair. He's got his own. I don't have to stand on top of him. So as you guys never knew, uh, sitting at home, I only, I was a one microphone man for a long time. So I kind of had to do the old uh, Howard Cosell, where I would say something and then shove the microphone into whoever I was having on as a guest's face, and then I'd come back to mine. Uh, but now I have uh, upgraded. We're in the new logo era, and now we are now in the interviewee microphone yes, era. Yes, sir. Let's, let's give it a spin. And uh, it's a very special day today because we're going to be talking about a smash hit, box office hit, Black Panther. Breaking records as we speak. And I was really excited to have Barry on as a guest. It's great that Matt's on vacay because... Uh, many years ago, probably five or six years ago, uh, Barry came running to me with a film suggestion by this uh, young upstart director named Ryan Coogler, uh, and it was starring this uh, this actor that he's a big fan of, and he'd been a big fan of since the Friday Night Light days. Uh, this, yeah, Michael, this guy, Michael B. Jordan, and if Michael B. Jordan, then Scotty B. Pippen. Oh, joke God. by the joke by the worst. <laughs> oh, well, what's his the loser George Infantado? Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So you had recommended <laughs> me uh, Fruitvale Station yes. a long time ago, yes. and uh, these. Do you feel? And and by the way, we're we're recording this on Sunday night. Uh, so the movie was released on Thursday, and Barry has already seen this movie three times. Yes, I've just now, as of right now, I've seen the movie three times. Uh, three days out of the four days that it's been out in theaters. So, um, I I had originally had a record, a film, amount of times film, I had seen a film in the theater, was the Titanic, Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> reference, Everybody Drink, it was four. Uh-huh. And so then when The Dark Knight came out, and you know that I'm the big Batman turd. Yeah. When The Dark Knight came out, I made a point to break that record, so uh-huh. I went to see Dark Knight five times in the theater. Uh-huh. Do you think you are going to surpass my personal record of Dark Knight by seeing this movie six times or more? Well, it's, it's interesting that five is your number, because when I was in junior high, this is dating me, but... Uh, uh, I was really big on the movie Rush Hour, which had come out that year, and I saw that. You want to the words that are coming out of my it, mouth? It was, it was like <laughs> the smash of like stand-up comedy, Chris Tucker I had been a fan of, and like kung fu movies, which my dad had had me watching since I was a young kid, like coming together. So like I saw this movie in the theater five times when I was in junior high, and that is definitely the most I've seen a movie in the theaters, and... I I hope I I am looking to break it. I would definitely love to see the movie two more times in the next. That would at least be five. You gotta next, at least get to five. If yeah. This so that I, I and like I want to see it in IMAX 
And I'm sure there'll be some random day where it's like half price. So yeah, I'll probably just, go see it. Just get it in just to say that it it's out. So, so, so rush hour. Will I think I'll. I think we'll at least tie rush it. Hour. I think we'll at least tie it. Maybe Good. we'll maybe we'll go for six. And you know why it's ironic and we're in a full circle is because me and you met working on the GI Joe hip hop musical, oh, and I goodness. used Chris Tucker in uh, the the Fifth Element as that character. That, that little like weird petulant yeah, uh, yeah. DJ that he played yeah. I used him as kind of one of the motivators for my character because like, I was I was the Cobra commander yeah the, like voice like it was like it was like a patience killer <laughs> but it was kind of kind of you know I, I kind of like pitched it up and the, the character also just we went for kind of this like effeminate weird get yeah. out of my face and so yeah. like it was more of the the energy and the physicality I tried to steal from Chris Tucker in that movie so I didn't, I didn't know that yeah anywho uh, way off topic, but yeah, we're we're talking about this movie. And do you, when you're looking at Coogler now, who is is he's not just a breakout star anymore. He's just a bona fide star. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people are going to be attaching his name, you know, yeah. from the from the director of Creed and Black Panther. Yeah. You know, anything he does from now on is going to come with credibility. Do you look at this as someone that maybe like discovered an indie band and then all of a sudden it blows up and one day they become, uh, you know. Coldplay, and they're like, I was on Coldplay before anyone listened to him. And do you kind of look at Coogler and Michael B. Jordan the same way, like like these people you were on before anybody else was? I don't, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I, I definitely, I definitely, I definitely like. I definitely do take pride in like, I guess, I guess discovering Fruitvale Station just because it was a good movie. But like, I don't, I don't necessarily look at it that way because I feel like Fruitvale Station is. Was a movie of, was a movie with a star who was like already in the business per se, but was like trying to prove himself as someone who could carry a, a film by himself. So in 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 essence, he was already kind of had his foot in, was just kind of trying to like keep his place there. And then you had this new director who was definitely like new, but like this is where he, like, the place he's in now is, like, what he was destined yeah, to get to. Like, exactly. So it's, like, they were always going to get to this point. And, like, yeah, sure, I feel I feel like I've been, like, following this trajectory that they're, that they're building right now. But I don't necessarily, like, look at it like I discovered anything. Okay. But it is, it is, it is a very, it is a joy to watch. It is, it's To watch great. them become successful. It's great to see, like... To have seen, to have been like, to have watched this movie five or so years ago and been like, that is, that is a star and that is a brilliant director and to like see them getting their due. So I have Coogler's IMDb up, his just filmography. He's only he's only credited for eight projects as yeah. a director. Yeah. Uh, two of them are shorts. They were called Fig and Locks. Mm-hmm. Um, the next was called Sculptor. Oh, so three of them were for were shorts: Sculptor, Fig, and Locks, and then. Boom, 2013, you've got Fruitvale Station, 2015, yeah. Creed. And I'm pretty sure all those shorts were movies that he made while he was in film, film school. Yeah, and then Black Panther. So it's pretty much just been no, smash yeah. success after yeah. smash success. Yeah, like he talks about having met Forrest Whitaker at some point while he was still in school. And he had this idea, like Forrest Whitaker had seen one of his shorter films, I think. And then he had this idea for Fruitvale because he was from that area and so it was like something that had like happened while he was living there and like motivated to make a movie about it and Forrest Whitaker sort of greenlit that and so so it's also like nice to like you've got M- Michael B and uh, Ryan Coogler have have like had this trajectory that kind of started with Forrest Whitaker 
sort of greenlighting this project for this film school kid, uh-huh. and now they've gone to create this big Hollywood smash, and Forrest Whitaker is in it. Yeah. So, like, that's... Another like full everything circle. Everything full circle. It's a circle. So, <laughs> um, we... So, I have a new theory based on the plot of this movie. And is it possible, go with me here, that Michael B. Jordan, all of his characters are actually the same person. And he was a young boy, and his father was from Wakanda and is murdered. So he has to grow up on the streets in, in Oakland, starts smelling weed, or starts selling weed in Oakland, gets murdered at Fruitvale Station, then is has the power of the uranium or what? What do they have? Vibranium. So he gets he gets saved somehow through that, or he has the blood of of the of the, of the soldier, so he uh-huh. he actually doesn't die, right? So then he goes and he fights for Rocky uh-huh. and he just fights in, in Baltimore maybe you uh-huh. know and then and now after that gets swept up and now he's now he's fighting I don't know I guess it doesn't all make sense completely I mean, I mean, but it could all be the same it, it, right? yeah, yeah. I might have to we'll see, we'll show. see how it catches I'll get that like beautiful mind it. drawing board up with the, the with the strings and all the different you know possibilities of, of oh, ways yeah. that these There's, characters can like connect that, it's like that meme of like where it's like a picture of like two people in like a coffee shop or something is like how I how I how I think I I sound when I'm explaining uh, yeah. fan theories or how I think I look when I'm explaining fan theories and then it's like the bottom is like a picture of like Charlie Day from Always Sunny fucking <laughs> yeah. fucking deranged yeah and, and like, like pointing like, at this like weird like tapestry of like map. arrows and shit yeah, yeah that's yeah. pretty much where I'm at but uh so let's talk about the movie itself man um this this movie you've seen three times you're obviously a huge fan i'll kind of let you take it first in terms of why a you are really into this movie why you love it the, mm-hmm. the pieces that you love about and b why you think it's hitting with america the way that it is for sure well i i am i am i was invested in this i was already i'm already a, a, a big fan of the superhero film genre that has that has sort of taken over the box. Yeah, you're office. a big Marvel turd. So uh, I, I was already just from watching those movies. I already would have been invested in the in the next Marvel movie, regardless. But even putting that aside, we already mentioned uh, that like this is the third Coogler MBJ uh, co- collaboration. Yeah. And so like that that already had me in, intrigued, and then. Just the fact that, like, what this movie, which this probably gets into the next question you asked, but, like, just what this movie is and is doing and has done now for representation in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, it's transcendent in a lot of different ways. And the cool thing about it, it I mean... I don't know if I've ever watched a Marvel movie that's missed. And I'm not a huge superhero guy. You know my kind of stance. Um, I think in a lot of ways it's yeah. it's turning me off from Hollywood. But in the same, when I go see these movies, I, I almost kind of get dragged to them just because I like to see it. I like to have an opinion. I like to keep up with Hollywood even if I don't necessarily agree with all the choices they're making. Every time I go see one of these Marvel movies, it's fucking awesome. And it's like these guys are doing donuts. Yeah, yeah, they and are. It's 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 crazy. Would you say this it's is your crazy. favorite of all of the Marvel movies? I man, I I think and I think um, 
right now, I I mean, I the the short answer is yes. Okay. Um. The the long answer is that like I'm definitely what I'm trying to do now that like I've had a few days to like really just nerd out about it and just like kind of just just let it be this like blissful experience. Now I'm kind of like trying to critically look at it compared to other things and like prior to prior to this prior to this movie coming out uh my favorite marvel film was definitely winter soldier so like okay that's kind of what i'm will be doing to like try and stack those two movies up when i when i try and like critically think about the movie Except, mo- moving yeah. forward but it does give you the warm and fuzzies especially as what well, you, you know you're yeah uh you know african-american man yes, this, uh, grew this, up as a this. kid grew up as a kid idolizing and and and, and loving superhero movies Superheroes. and so finally and like, black panther was was a character that like popped up in a lot of the cartoons i watched that like and he like never really had his own thing but like there's an episode of like the x-men cartoon from the 90s where he pops up for an episode there's an episode of like fantastic four where he pops up so it was like this character that like always really intrigued me that i never really got enough of yeah and you know and i'm sure and i'm not i don't want to put words in anybody's mouth in hollywood but uh it's probably marketing right they probably thought you know it's just it's not worth it to go down that path market wise uh and just you know there's been a lot of sweeping changes in hollywood Mm -hmm. and one of them has been more of a a more demand for diversity yeah no this was this was like definitely the time for it and like there, there, there are all sorts of stories. Um, Wesley Snipes has been, has been someone had that has been courted for this role for like decades. Even. Oh, okay. Like back in the '90s, there was talk about making a Black Panther movie and like Wesley Snipes wanting to be it. I think they... there's been some other there's been some other swings. Like obviously, uh, the Luke Cage stuff was a little a couple of years ago. Yeah. But even like Spawn. Do you remember Spawn? Yeah. yeah. And do you remember? I mean, like, speaking of Wesley Snipes, Blade was kind of. You know the vampire yeah, and that's the thing. world, like, but... and, that, and that, and I think that Blade was part of what kept Wesley Snipes from getting his. Because they were like, "Oh, we've already kind of got him doing it." Like Marvel didn't want him to be two characters. Did you feel at points that this movie was a cross between Blade Two with the uh, with the tattoos on the lips? On the under even, lip, I actually don't. In Blade Two, there's Blade a, every, they mark all the the vampires with uh, tattoos on the underbite. Um, and then also Ace Ventura to the uh, the warrior battle between Ace and Tommy Davidson, where the spears go into the legs. Oh. It's like ah, ah, because there was you know there's some epic um, tribal tribal battles and maybe Coogler was pulling from Ace Ventura too when Nature Calls. Do you feel hey, that that? I don't, I'm gonna. I'm no. Gonna, I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna, Just... I'm gonna give that one a hard no. <laughs> That's where my mind went. So. Actually, where's my beer? It's right behind you. It's in the Purdue cup. Cool. And I'm not editing that out. Barry's sipping some Blue Moon right now. Uh, so, now, you had brought up very early on, uh, and this is something I don't want to get too heavy about right now, because, you know, we're already halfway through here. Oh, wow. But you had brought up that Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger character. Oh, we're going in, we're going in. And then you did a greater sign, mm-hmm. the Joker. Mm-hmm. Would you like to kind of get into that a little bit and just back up that sure, statement? Sure, sure. Because I mean, you know that the a Batman's my shit, and 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 b the Heath yeah. Ledger Joker was I, I something would, dear to me. 
I would love I would love to explain this further because I don't get the hugest amount of traffic on my Facebook, but I got a decent amount yeah. after I made this post. Which I was, was kind living of, in I was living in the I didn't was, say anything. <laughs> I just was reading the which the was back kind and forth. of deliberate. I definitely and I mean okay, all right. So so yes, I did make this post where I mean I'm, I'm I will admit. I'm writing. I'm writing this. You are a prisoner of the moment from, from this, from this, from this amazing movie I just, I just seen, and just thinking about all of the stuff that I was unpacking from this character, and there is a lot. It's very layered. Um, and and I was like, man, there's just so much to him. This is like the coolest experience I've ever had with like unpacking a villain on screen. Mm-hmm. And 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 like the, my my thought process was was the fact that like this villain pushes the main hero to change, adjust his ideology, become a better hero by the end of the movie, which is a similar thing that happens in both the movies. best support. That's what Joker yeah. does to Batman in The Dark Knight. That and that's what Killmonger did to T'Challa by the end of Black Panther. And so I was like, man, it's that it's that same thing, where it's like the, like this villain is necessary to to put push the hero to a higher place. You've got that, and then where I where I thought that like I love T'Challa, by the way, not to start, but oh, I loved oh, his character arc. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, basically, we, his we character arc is the same with his entire nation, that entire body of people. He, he basically that character gets they're, all of them to go go on an They're internal, and then they have to become exactly, external. exactly. Totally, totally. Anyway, but you were saying, but, uh, but so yeah, so you've got this. You and, and like Killmonger is a part of that. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o's character is also a part of that. The the spy, that the love interest character yeah. also is part of it. But Killmonger is also part of it. They they drive him to like sort of change his ideology. But um, where where Killmonger exceeds the joker for me is the the amount of of the details the way that you are the way that you become sympathetic towards this character and like people are saying people are saying is he a villain or is he not he's he's a villain he this dude kills innocent people yeah he 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 he, wants he does to, it with a smile he wants to take over the world and i mean there's there's a lot in it. There's a lot motivated that like you can understand. He's still a villain. What 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 it is is that you 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 understand where it comes from. You understand what created it. And he's not necessarily at his core. He's not necessarily bad. He's just been affected, and you and you become sympathetic. And it's uh, there's there's a point, and I mean obviously spoiler alert. There's a point after he's died. He takes him out onto over mm-hmm. the cliff to look at to look at Wakanda and everything, and he says, "You know, we can take you, we can heal you." There's a part that like you almost everybody's want him like, "Yeah," to do it. There's no way it's gonna work. The, like he has, he definitely has to die, and like he has that, and he, he has that line that he delivers when, right before he passes away, in the which, ocean. Is, which is awesome. Yeah, I got goosebumps during the bury me yeah, in the ocean. Like. Yeah, yeah, but like, so yeah, just just the. The, the the trajectory that you go on where it's like he starts out oh and I didn't even get into this he starts out you you, you don't even think he's the main villain you think that Ulysses Claw, Claw is mm. the main villain gets killed by Killmonger 
and Killmonger becomes the main villain and he becomes like so formidable and and he's like done all like taken over Wakanda and, and you're so pissed that this has happened and you need T'Challa to like rise up and come back and then he does that and then you learn all of this stuff about him and you become sympathetic and you it's to the point where like you almost don't want him to die at the end and that is there there is just so much more to that than than what the joker, the joker was, was like which is strictly just like just an agent of chaos just as crazy and as ferocious and as 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 evil as can be and like i i you don't I, get you don't get the why mm-hmm. right but i think that was also what made him and you know, just in defense of the Joker, if I for may. sure, that's what for made sure. that character so fascinating. Was because every other story, every other arc, gives you all that why. Because mm-hmm. anyone that, I mean, you know, it doesn't. I don't need to sit here and explain it. But like, I play a lot of. I wouldn't call them villains, but I play a lot of people kind of on the other side of the script. Uh, normally, when I'm when I do something, and you have to very early on when you play a character like that, you find what because people just aren't evil you can't just play evil so Mm -hmm. you got to find the motivating factors behind Mm -hmm. that villain Mm -hmm. to um that you know makes them do and say the things that they do Mm -hmm. which i think is very well laid out but that was also the really cool thing about the joker was and it was it it served there was mystery it it. served the purpose of the story for sure and and it was like definitely definitely um i don't i don't i don't think the i don't think the 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 lack of backstory is necessarily a bad thing. I, and I, like I said, I, it served the purpose well. Um, the fact that he is just unadulterated chaos, it like works. Heath Ledger killed it. And you, I, I don't even know which performance I would necessarily say is better. I definitely like made the post that I made to, to start a conversation to, to like, trigger people and like mm-hmm. make them respond and like start the debate i mean and... when that dark knight movie came out and it had at one point it had, had a higher imdb rating than godfather and just the the message boards and just, mm-hmm. it was something that was very mm-hmm. polarizing it's just you know because people who are you know the, the true film aficionados were going in there and being like this movie's rated way too high and they started and then you had the comic book fanboys that were defending the genius of chris nolan mm-hmm. um and yeah the, the the you know the the more you had time to sit and marinate on it you're like dark knight probably isn't as good uh as godfather and there is about an hour in the middle there where it gets kind of gets a little it's little... An, it's it's an amazing performance correct heath ledger is just just ferocious mm-hmm. in this in this role and and unnerving unsettling the way his mannerisms are just it's so nuanced for 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 like yeah. and for for what it is and like and but i just think the fact that like you almost get teased with like this backstory that he gives and he's like you want to know how i got my scars oh, and, he, and scars. like he gives two completely different stories so that you don't know which one is true and you, just real quick, shout out of a cannon. What do you think this the story is? Because I had always sc- lived with because I thought they were self inflicted. So he could play with people right before they died, and I was like the joke at him. Mm. That, that I always thought it, I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna do this, mm. and then I'll be able to play and, and give a new answer. That is, I don't know. 
there's no there's no evidence on there's yeah there's, there's no way no but, um if you believe any of the two stories that he tells are the why so serious story or anything uh but no yeah, just i don't know if you ever had a theory uh the the dark knight was you know obviously something that uh was very important to me they're probably outside of maybe that first avengers movie this is kind of uncharted territory um it is reaching that uncharted territory that dark knight had originally gone to and then kind of avengers went and just in terms of mm-hmm. the 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 icon Impact. status yeah. and we were walking out of the movie today how great of a moment was that there was a a, a black woman and her daughter and they asked you to take a picture in yeah. front of the of the backdrop mm-hmm. the, the movie backdrop and it was just like that's that's cool man and yeah. um and but i don't think if this movie came out and it was a piece of shit and it just was Black Panther, but it was it wasn't. I mean, people would have still probably gone to see it, and people would have mm-hmm. loved the idea that it was that it, you know that we finally have a black superhero. Yeah. We yeah. would have loved all that, yeah, but for sure. the fact that it's a great movie, yeah, yes, pushes it into a whole nother category okay. of absolutely of icon, absolutely, and that and that is and like that is part of why I I I don't know if like it's hard for me to say because I am still riding the high, but like I don't know what could possibly like unseat this movie from the throne that it's got right now at the top of the Marvel movies. The only the only thing I can think of is the Winter Soldier mm-hmm. just because that that plot reveal that like Hydra mm-hmm. is actually shield was just yeah earth shattering it like changed the whole so I remember you made me go things. back and watch that one too. I mean you're really I, I wanna I want everyone to understand <laughs> How into the superhero stuff Barry is? Maybe you know what for for your cartoon, I'm gonna put you in like Cap America t shirt. I mean, sure, because I got, I got a fucking uh, <laughs> got a sweatshirt. Yeah, so uh, you know, I just think um, you're so into this. So for this movie to be on the top of your list means that much more. And if, I don't know. Here's the thing I have about Marvel, and it's it's and again, I want to preface that I don't need to love these movies but i end up liking them a lot um the action scenes in in this movie included they all run together to me like there's nothing that sticks out to me like that that truck flip and that chase scene down whacker in chicago with dark knight like that's just like that just is burned into my brain and there's not any sort of action scene from this movie outside of maybe those tribal fights that Uh i'm going to be able to recall with any sort of detail Really? Not even the, uh, not even the South Korea? The chase scene? I don't know, it's just, I mean... Not the chase, but the, uh, the fight inside where, where, like, she takes a wig off and she Uh, throws it. I mean, but, okay, I, I don't know, just, they all, it it just kind of becomes... That was was very James Bondy, that moment, that whole thing in the casino and people on the, people on the radio. That whole first, the whole first act was kind of James Bondy with, like, you got the sister taking them through, showing them all the gadgets yeah. and stuff. Yeah, he actually was. Gotta, like, he's kind of like, like he's mis- the Black James Bond yeah. before they I ever end wasn't up. Wasn't expecting, wasn't expecting to catch James Bond vibes, but uh, they had they have to catch uh, cast. Uh, what's my 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 boy uh, Stringer oh, Bell as Idris uh, Elba, and as uh, that's been a rumor that's been going on. You for would far think too it would have happened by now, but anyway, so that's going to be the actual Black James Bond. But this was kind of. Yeah. Precursor, or maybe they'll just have Chad do it. Chad Postman. <laughs> I mean, that uh, could be his next. Where where does he go from here? Yeah, I got Jackie Robinson, James Brown, Black Panther, and Black James Bond. He can do accents. We know that. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the cast of this movie, 
um, pretty flipping solid. Um, I mean, I'm, I, I could, I could give or take. Uh, uh, what's his name with the lazy eye? Uh, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. I don't know. He. I, I know people are real critical of him. And I would Star say, Wars. I would even say the young version of him is also is kind of a kind of. Different yeah, it was like whatever. Me. But I mean, in terms of just the act, like the the, the performance, I. I, I really didn't care. At first, I was like, oh, my God, Martin Freeman, what the hell are we doing here? But I actually, I thought he served the role. I mean, it's not the it's not the greatest role, but, you know, if you're going to have Martin Freeman, I, I thought that that was fine. I thought it was nice that, like, because they could have, I felt like that role, what it served, they could have given it to something, someone like a... Uh, like a like Hawkeye a Billy or a Black, or oh, oh, like someone existing already oh, in the okay. MCU like just their like ran just another like token white person to be in the movie but they made it like a lesser character to like let some of the let this let the wakandan universe mm-hmm. have its moment and you have our our boy from get out daniel kaluuya uh so you know he's good to see that uh he's he's having february's are his month it's black history month february but it's also because this is when get out came this out last get year out came out yeah. uh, 2017 or uh yeah it was 2017 february was getting it's sorry. interesting so now, where we whereas like his part of the of the principal roles is on the smaller side and then he goes and gets nominated for this Oscar in the meantime. Mm-hmm. So like now he's got more like, star how do power. We market this guy. More power, star power than this. some of his yeah. uh, some of his co stars now. So, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, and then so we already <clears throat> mentioned Martin Freeman. We have Lupita. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o is very good. Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Chad and Chadwick Boseman, who's just Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Uh, Denai Guerra. Um, who I wasn't as familiar with. She's from The Walking Dead, which is a show that I do not watch. Yeah, me neither. Um, but yeah, she thought she was. I thought she killed it. Mm-hmm. Um, she was the sister. No, no. Uh, she was the she was the head of the Dora Milaje. Oh, she was the general. Yeah, yeah. She was really good. Yeah, she was actually one of my favorite characters in the movie. Mm-hmm. I, I, who was the Who was my man on the on the other tribe that challenges him to that first ritual and then the first one? Yeah, Maku, he's. He, I think he's been in like Modern Family. He's been in like a few episodes yeah, of Modern I've never Family. Seen he hasn't him. really do, done anything. Love. I hope. And he's the like comic relief yeah, in this I thing. Hope, I, think. I really hope. Besides this the is sister, like, I really hope this is the beginning of a career for him. Because you just from this this role, which is another not as big as some of the other principal roles, but he knocks it out of the park. Yeah. Like, and and shows versatility. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure. Yeah, super intense in that first scene. I'm pretty sure in his episode of Modern Family, he's just like a normal, like straight laced dude. So like either like hey, you want to sign up for Either he has an African accent that he can lose, or he's able to do this African accent and potentially other stuff. So like, I really do hope that uh, we see more from him. Yeah, the accents were all pretty consistent. Anytime you have accents going on, people, I mean, I just read, Kevin Costner does uh, uh, Robin Hood, and he doesn't even, he gets to speak like a St. Louis, Missouri guy, but yet mm-hmm. you have Alan Rickman speaking yeah. this dense English accent. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it, just when you do movies with accents, but, you know, all the characters committed to it, obviously, they have enough resources to have very stellar vocal co- coaches out there, but I'd have to give all the accents... A, a well grade and then just in terms of the directing um you know i'd kind of said the action scenes were a wash but 
there were a lot of really cool choices that were made by Kugler in this movie. Can anything stick out to you? Um, well, we talked about how much I like the villain and the the villain they a lot of those plot points from that villain are were designed for the movie like his father that's not a character from the comics that's a character that they made for this movie and Eric Killmonger is not he is a Wakandan but he's not in the comic books he's not of royal blood he's just a dude that like his family, I think they actually got exiled from Wakanda, and he like uh, be- joins the American military, becomes this soldier, and then comes back to Wakanda. And still a similar thing where he like challenges T'Challa for the Black Panther role, and like does become like an evil Black Panther for a minute. Mm-hmm. But it's the 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 whole the the whole uh, family familial storyline mm-hmm. is different. So. So, like, that's something that they added for, that they put into this movie so that there's, like, more of, like, a a connection as well as a separation between the protagonist and the antagonist. And there's almost, like, this, we're talking about, like, representation and, like, black experience as far as, like, what this movie is concerned and, like, why this is bigger than a superhero movie. There's, like, a, it's, like, it's almost like a conversation happening between the African and the ancestry and the actual and like, yeah and and, like, and that's why Killmonger bridges the gap yeah more to your point with the with the whole mm-hmm. Joker stuff and so, it's like here's this just not only a multi-layered character but a character that transcends in a lot of different ways yeah yeah and this movie I'm telling you and and it's the same way I felt about Get Out and it's the same way I'm I'm, I'm currently feeling about this thing is that like we're going to be talking about this movie and its significance 15, 20 years from today. Yeah. And I don't know even if the, whatever movie wins Best Picture this year, if it's Shape of Water or something. Like <laughs> I don't know that we're going to be talking about Shape of Water the same way we're going to be talking about Black Panther. Yeah, that's it's fair. Going, we're going to be talking that about just point. like the, the game changed when mm-hmm. this is a game changer. In multiple, multiple ways. So... Yeah, uh, I would. Uh, it's it's certainly an experience. Um, I got some warm and fuzzies when people started cheering at the end of this one, um, and we're into Sunday, so mm-hmm. um, you know I didn't know what kind of momentum we were going to be feeling from the I, audience. I, but... I will say the I will say I've seen it three times, and I mean there've been there've been black there've been African American people in the audience each time I've gone, but each time it's been either majority white or like multi-ethnic in ways that are like everyone there and it's been the same time it's been the same reaction every time the movie ends everyone is clapping some people are standing everyone is definitely like yeah applauding this movie which is really nice to see cool it's 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 cool because like we talk about this problem of representation and then at the same time you've got these audiences and like you you want to you want to say that like Oh, you make a movie with black people. Only black people are gonna see it, or only black people are gonna connect with it. But but like, yeah, these these audiences that you're talking about that are gonna be the only people coming to see it. We watch other stuff. Like we watch movies with white people. We watch movies with other people. And we find ways to connect to that. So it's like, and you're also selling white people short that I'm not gonna want to go see exactly. a movie. I don't care exactly. what the color of the person is. Exactly. I'm a white dude. I'm into movies, and I don't care if 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 you give me. 
a a positive uh, if I if I get good word of mouth from someone whose opinion I respect and or if I see a high rotten tomato or something and it and it catches my radar I don't care what the subject matter is I don't care what the color of the lead is mm-hmm. and so you you sell your audiences short and in on both sides of the aisle yeah. when you do stuff like that so you know glad to see that times they are changing I will. Uh, uh, anything else? Anything? Anything else you'd like to add? Just yeah, when, when we wrap this up. Go see the movie. Show. Show. Go see the movie. There's about a forty percent chance Barry will be in attendance to the, the screening that you see yeah, because he tries to catch up. it every forty-five minutes. So great, everybody! Please go see it. I'll I'll find a cool song to play us out with a soundtrack, which was uh, pretty Maybe fantastic. Use a song from Black Panther album. No, that's what I'm saying. I was going to use the, the soundtrack, which is uh, something that I heard people talking about. The last, When was the last time you heard someone talking about a soundtrack? That is another thing, bringing, bringing that back. That, like, that used to be the thing where, like, where like a popular movie came out and you wanted to get the soundtrack. Yeah. So, and I heard someone at, at work the other day going, man, this Black Panther soundtrack is bad. So, uh, bring it, is very, it is very good. Bringing some new stuff and uh, bringing back some some old stuff that we uh, that we want more of. So thank you, Mr. Kugler. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you to Barry for coming back. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure, man. And uh, we will see you guys next time. And thank you to the fans for listening. Vincent won't be voting. We need to meet his issue, Nico's in that overlock office. Oh,